Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Happy first of the month. On the first day of each month, we always review Book of the Month on the podcast. In order for a book to be considered for Book of the Month, it has to meet a very simple criteria. It either has to be impactful enough to change your life or your perspective on the world. Whether it does or not, of course, is entirely up to you. If you consume it as a piece of entertainment, you're missing the point. But if you internalize it, you have a real shot at lasting growth. Our book this month is absolutely worthy of Book of the Month. It's a book called Scary Smart by Mo Gaudat. Mo was the chief business officer at Google, where he was responsible for much of Google's global expansion. For a lot of the country's specific localization and the introduction of translation and voice recognition all over the world. He's a super smart guy, and he's been an insider when it comes to Google's artificial intelligence projects. Prior to Google, Mo was at Microsoft. And when I heard a podcast where he was speaking on his perspective on artificial intelligence, I knew I needed to read his book. Now, computing has accelerated according to Moore's Law, which predicted a doubling of the density of circuits on a chip every 18 months. That's the world I came from. I was a microprocessor designer. And this held true for a long time. We kept thinking that we're reaching the fundamental limits of circuit density, merely shrinking the feature size of the transistors, starting to approach the fundamental limits, like the number of atoms needed to make up a circuit. We see that, for example, in memory design. They're now starting to add a third dimension by stacking memory chips vertically on top of each other in order to form a memory cube. Eventually, the problem of getting the heat out is becoming the limiting factor. If we compare the circuits that I was developing into microprocessors when I started my career in microprocessor design back in university to today, we're talking about a billion times more circuits than what I was working with at the start of my career. The advent of accelerated computing in the form of graphics processing engines of the type that NVIDIA and AMD create has enabled the backbone of the AI revolution. And machine learning is the second dimension of acceleration. The pace with which these machines are able to learn is also accelerating. By the year 2049, probably within our lifetimes, and surely those of the next generation, AI is predicted to be a billion times smarter in everything than the smartest human. To put that into perspective, your intelligence in comparison to that of the machine would be comparable to the intelligence of a fly in comparison to Einstein. In the industry, we call that moment a singularity, and the singularity is the moment beyond which we can no longer see. That's when an exponential line goes vertical. You cannot see beyond that point in time. It's at that point we can no longer predict how AI is going to behave because our current perception, our trajectories, they no longer apply. I mean, think about it. When you or I have an accident driving a car, you or I will learn. But when a self-driving car makes a mistake, all self-driving cars learn from it. Every single one of them, including the ones that are not even born yet. The basic theory behind the creation of learning algorithms is to enable machines to learn from data and to perform tasks that would otherwise require human intelligence. Learning algorithms are at the core of machine learning. It's a subset of artificial intelligence. Now, generally, they break down into three different types of algorithms. There's more, but we'll start with these three. There's what's called supervised learning. That analyzes data that is labeled and learns how to map the input data to an output label. For example, if a supervised learning algorithm can learn to classify images of cats and dogs by being trained on a large set of images that are labeled as either cat or dog, often be with the help of humans. Then there's unsupervised learning where the algorithm identifies the patterns by simply clustering and identifying similarities. And then there's what's called reinforcement learning. And that algorithm performs actions that are rewarded the most. It's often used, for example, in playing a game. That was the algorithm that was used to learn how to play chess better and better. The smartest chess playing machines in the world were all based on this particular algorithm. So the real question is, where should this artificial intelligence be applied? 
because our limited human intelligence always thinks that the best way to use it is to make more money that we don't necessarily even need, it's unlikely that anyone will use these AI tools for the purpose of making markets better. It's really going to be focused first and foremost on maximizing profit. No one's going to make a tool to make the stock market more transparent or more liquid. And no one's going to invent an AI tool that's going to be targeted at growing economic prosperity in the service of humankind. That part we know. Those AIs will simply be instructed to make money. And once that machine is introduced to the market, in no time all human intelligence will no longer be sufficient to compete. Human traders will leave the market entirely or they're going to start using AI tools themselves. And at that point, what are we left with? Where we've got machines trading against machines. And we're actually not far from that now. Except in the current case, these are human-derived algorithms as opposed to AI-derived algorithms. We currently have machines trading against machines. A stock market dominated by superintelligence is but one simple scenario where these machines will be fighting against machines while we humans remain oblivious to what's happening in the background. We just put the money in our bank account. Now think of AI like fuel. Fuel that's going to amplify and accelerate virtually every aspect of life for it's applied. The super rich are going to get richer. The lazy will get lazier. The security system and law enforcement is going to become more vigilant. The weapon systems will become more ruthless. Marketing will become more targeted, more sophisticated. And loopholes in the tax code will become easier to find. The list of accelerated aspects in our lives is extensive. There will be mistakes along the way. The machine intrinsically has no moral compass, just like a newborn baby has no social programming either. What we teach a baby will determine whether they grow up to become the next Nobel laureate or an organized crime kingpin. Both of these exist in the world today, and both will continue to exist in the world. And for now, neither has been eradicated. In a competition for survival between extremes of power and control, the outcome is not guaranteed. We obviously want the good guys to win, but who are the good guys and who gets to decide who they are? One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. If you observe the way that machines learn, you would recognize that they learn exactly like children do. In that sense, these are not our tools, our slaves, or creations, but rather our children, our AI infants. Perhaps the only way is to teach these children ethics, not just skills, and in so doing, teach them to love their parents. The disparity in intelligence between machines and humans will only grow with time. Humans will be slow and unpredictable compared with their superior machines. At some point, the machines will not need us any longer. But we will need them much in the same way that a dog is dependent on its owner. The dog understands a small subset of what the owner talks about. The dog understands when they hear the words like dinner or go for a walk. But they're completely oblivious to discussions of profit margins or tax deadlines. This will be the human relationship with the machines, not at first, but eventually within our lifetime. If you truly want to understand the acceleration that we're going through, that we're witnessing right now as we speak, definitely go get a copy of Scary Smart by Mo Gaudat. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.